Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 27 of uh, Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D, as has been the case this entire time. I'm your host, Tyler. Yet, we may someday play D&D. But until then, I'm your co-host, Till. Uh, if you're new to the show, Rolling with Disadvantage is our podcast where we argue, debate, and scream into the void about various aspects of D&D 5th edition. Feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD Podcast. I think I about think somebody that. Somebody cast silence on the room. I think about that sometimes. Is like just doing play audio on our as like an episode. Like mm-hmm. here's here's us playing the game, so you get a sense of what we're going through. And then I record us, and I'm like, never mind. <laughs> hey, I thought this last session was wonderful. Oh, I you know we we played you know two weeks ago or whatever whenever we, whenever we played last. It's fantastic. Loved it. Yeah, we we haven't had combat in three sessions. It's it's good. There was one there was one duel that doesn't count. Yeah, it took three attacks. No, we've just Nom Nom has taken up so much of your time. I'm fucking flabbergasted by it. I should have just killed it when I. Had I a just I, I was a throwaway little monster I introduced to be fun, and you guys have fucked around with Nom Nom's storylines and entangled in your shit. For a huge chunk of the campaign, Should've which killed one of the chance kills me. Nom nom again. As a reminder for listeners, is basically a Kirby made out of stone yep. that just like can earth glide and show up at inconvenient times, um, or convenient times, which was really funny when our one player they realize he's a mummy and learn that he doesn't have to have his heart and in fact will regenerate next to his heart if he dies. So they yank the heart out. He yanks well, his own heart he out. Yanks his own heart out. His own heart out. And goes. He goes to hand it off to somebody, but it drops it on the ground. And they're no, like, yeah, no one wants to touch I'm it. Not so touching he just, that. He just drops it on the fucking ground. Fucking nom nom. Earth glides up out of the ground and just tremors, grabs it, and sinks back away. Everybody fucking dies. I was. I was almost in tears listening to you guys. Like when you said, making decks. I'm like, oh, is he gonna try to like attack me? Nope. And I think I think our our character Law goes nom nom no. <laughs> In the background, you can just hear him. No, no, no. Because <laughs> at first, like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen now? Um, so he's just this, like, this little side thing that eats up so much of your time. It fucking kills me. I love it. Honestly, mm. it makes me so happy that you hate it so much. I mean, I love the idea. I just hate uh, my, my character's not like elementals. I want to kill elementals. I know. You, your favorite enemies are elementals yeah. and um, humanoids. And humanoids. I don't like, Which is I don't like people. Convenient. It's Especially people. Anything that... Looks like a person, but isn't elemental. Those are the worst. That's that's I the big bad right now. So they look like people, but they're elementals. Look like. Oh, what about what about Ganassi? Like they're not elementals technically, are they? Are they? I, I think they might be humanoid. Do they, I think they classify as humanoid? D and D Beyond. But they might have the game rules. Elemental R- subtype races. races. Hate this fucking organization. Ganassi. Wait. It's Genasi. Genasi. I said it in my headphones, but it's Genasi. D-nice. D-nice. Um, does it say on here? Heirs to elemental power. You might need to go down to their traits. Genasi traits. Uh, or or look for one in the monster manual. That'll tell you. Oh, that would tell me. All right. Well, while I'm doing this, I do want to mention uh, that it's not in the monster manual. I'm sure there's Genasi in there. <clears throat> I do want to mention that we are going to be... Oh, after today? Yes. After today, taking time off for what is effectively summer. Mm-hmm. We'll just take a, I don't know, probably time time off and reappear in your feed at some point. Um, but this will give us time to sort of build up another repertoire of topics, maybe for you to send us things you want to hear about in your spare time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And just overall kind of take a break after this has been a lot of recording. So if we don't appear in your podcast feed anytime soon, um, sorry. 
maybe I'll record a live play sessions and put it up just randomly. Just throw it up. Yeah, without any without up. any fanfare. Throw it up. Um, because they, to be fair, if I recorded a, like a, a thirty minute chunk of our sessions, I could pick a good thirty minute chunk. Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. is how we play D anD D. It's mostly arguing and laughing. It's like very little. Whatever else. I don't know. We actually don't argue that much. No. What do to, we do? I'm trying to find... Nothing. Honestly. <sighs> to be fair. Sweet listener. Why doesn't anything tell us... Oh, oh we're trying to find out if Ganassi uh, is elemental. Eric Ganassi... Uh, it, just, it just gives their subrace. It doesn't say if they are, in fact, elemental. All right. So if it's a subrace, it's probably humanoid. So, yeah. I'd say they're humanoids. I would say they're humanoids. In the same way that, like... Uh, uh, a lizard folk is a humanoid. Isn't a fiend. Fiend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Well, we, your favorite enemies are elementals and humanoids. So Ganassi, Ganassi, fucking hate them. They're covered. they're Either they're one. the target right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah number is, one target. That is my favorite enemy. You know, it's not your number one target. And what's our topic for the rest of this first segment? What? Mind flayers. Ooh, I should have picked mind flayers. Aberrations are usually a lithid. They're usually a good favorite enemy to have. I am fairly certain that mind flayers are. A pure Gygax, Gary Gygax yes. creation, and Beholders. copywritten by Dungeons & Dragons, Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro. Yes. You cannot use Mind Flare in your fantasy creation without their permission. Obviously, for your game, you can, but like if you're trying to make money off something. Yeah. So I think Stranger Things straight up had to get licensing to call it the Mind Flare. Well, I think I think it helped that they were saying it's a D&D creation. No, no. Yeah, they, they are already doing that. So that made their they life saying really easy. Yeah. But they, I'm pretty sure you have to oh, you'd yeah. have to contact Hasbro. Like, hey, we're going to call this thing this thing. They go, sure. We're going to reference a D&D mind yeah, play. Pay us, pay us 50 grand and go ahead. Yeah. Because that's probably what it costs is lots of money to just mm-hmm. say it. Yeah. Because the Mind Flayer is a quintessential Dungeons & Dragons baddie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's a Mind Flayer do? Uh, you know, I feel like they are the hippies of the far realm. You know, oh, they like really nice, peace, love. Yeah, know, yeah, totally. High. Bright colors. Yeah, smoking the reefer. Yeah, yeah, just you know, enjoying life and really trying to spread uh, a positive grateful dead. message. Yeah, there are a lot of deadheads. A lot of <laughs> literally is what's left behind after a mind flare comes through. No empty heads. Empty heads. Empty heads. Empty words from empty heads. Yes. Uh, so a mind flare is actually not a hippie. Can a mind flare eat a warforged brain? No. Do they have brains? No. So the Warforged is the natural enemy yes. of the... That's the thing of Mind Flayer's ability. I'm pretty sure it says a humanoid or something with a brain. Yeah, because they can eat like an ogre's brain, right? If it's, it has to be with a, a, a medium or large creature. So an ogre, I think, is in there. What if there's a large Mind Flayer? But for those of you who have not encountered one or do not know, you should obviously know, but a Mind Flayer is... Unless you have a very nice DM. Visually, it's a purple-skinned humanoid with an octopus where its head goes. Yeah, pretty much. A four-tentacled octopus. Yep. And their main thing, they're psionic, mm-hmm. right? They have psychic powers. Super annoying. Um, but their main thing is they can stun you, mm-hmm. and then they'll grapple onto your head with their tentacles. And extract your brain. And one incapacitated humanoid, mm-hmm. grappled by the Mind Flayer, mm-hmm. will do a fuck ton of damage. If that kills you, it rips your brain out. Yep. And they eat brains. That's kind of their diet. Yep. That's their thing. That's how they expand their knowledge. And contribute to society because they're they're all about that brain power. Yeah. Now, I love a mind flayer because it's a very cerebral opponent, not particularly challenging in its own right by itself. Mm, Challenge rating no. seven, very, right? Health very pool, easy to kill by very low. Yeah. AC fifteen. Like if you just encountered a mind flayer, good probably, good good it. shot, yeah. right? But if I got the jump on you, or if you encounter like in its lair in air quotes, if you can count more than one. Yep, you can one. You might get fucked because one of them stuns you. 
The other one eats your brain. Because yep. again, the, the extract brain, if you look at the on page, whatever this is, 222. Challenge rating seven creature doing 55 psychic 10 damage. 10d10. 10d10. That's, that's, that's a, a quivering palm yeah, levels of damage. Which is a 70th level monk ability. Yes, exactly. Well, because if, if I look at the hit dice, it has 13 hit dice. It's kind of a 13th level character. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, if it, if it it's gets very that. low constitution. If it gets that hit off, someone's going down. Right? Because uh, uh, level, you know, challenge rating seven, uh, what's average hit points for a wizard at level seven? D6 would be 4 times 7 is 28 plus, we'll say, 7. So we'll say 35. Yeah, around 35 hit points. So that's Dead Dead Wizard. Yeah. If that's, I stun you and I get this opportunity to extract a, your brain. Anything that's got a D6 or D8, that's death. Because the attack's got plus 7 to hit to grab you, yeah. that's pretty good against you know most softies, most mm-hmm. non-tanks. Yeah, figure level 7, maybe you have magic armor, so probably not. In a perfect you world. I have a 16 to 18 AC. Mind Flare walks up to you, Mind Blast to stun the guys in the front. What's their DC? On the Mind Blast? 15. 15 intelligence saving throw. Yeah, who, who puts shit into a Nobody who's in the front so row. So like a wizard, that's pretty much the only person exactly. saving Exactly, so when I take, when I stun the fighter and the barbarian up front, I go back there, hey wizard, and I just eat your fucking brain. That's where the threat of a Mind Flare comes mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. love them because of that like visual of fucking how terrible that is. I love them because it's very easy to know they're the enemy. It's pretty clear. It's pretty clear. Never in the history of D&D has there been a good mind That's There was a moment, what's his name, in Critical Role. He, Clarota. Clarota. He was, was, he was good for a moment. Wait, wait, no, no. Using other people to get what you want is not good. But he was, you know, he had... He he had he was like an outcast, right? So he was against his people for a little while. He like was on the edge of not yes. being evil. He was the closest. And then they made him a mind, king. He was the closest a mind flare has come to being good. I would say that because he had his helmet. Yeah, no, he was just he, he had his just, magneto helmet. Uh, lawful evil in the most pure sense. I think they're all everything. Lawful evil. Yeah, they are. But he is he is the perfect example. A selfish, just just terrible person who will use, say, and do anything necessary to get what they want. So my favorite part about Mind Flayers is that... Is that the Mind Flaying? It's the Mind Flaying, but the bigger picture is the society. In Volos... Just thinking of more than one at a time, because they're, they're... They very, live in colonies. They do. They literally live in Typically colonies. Typically, you encounter them one at a time because they're loners. They want their own yeah. power. They want to make their own society. Oh, because if you're a psychopath who walks into a Mind Flayer colony... Imagine being mind blasted from every direction. Yeah. There's no way you don't fail that stun and then get latched onto and die. Yeah. Like, unless you're the uh, somehow immune to the psychic damage, whatever. Like you're, unless you're immune to stun. I guess if you're a warfighter, it's just not going to eat your brain, but they'll still punch you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this the society of mind flayers has other it's things gonna be a in it. Warforged paladin. That's your way of getting through that. There's other kinds of mind flayers which are listed in the Volos Bestiary, like um, the Alhoon and the. Uller, Thorid, whatever how you say those things. Yeah. But my favorite part about Mind Flayer Society is the thing in charge and how they make more Mind Flayers. The brain. So the elder brain is a thing in charge. It's just, uh, isn't it just a Mind Flayer that's ascended to brainhood? They take the smartest Mind Flayer when they're going to die, pop their brain out, put it in a brine pool with yeah. ma- its magical brine, yeah. basically, and it becomes the elder it just brain. Grows. And they're it all grows. connected to it. And that's how they get their marching orders. That's mm-hmm. how they get the societal structure, the elder brain. And they can a mind flayer might get angry and like try to usurp the elder brain, like because it's its own entity. Mm-hmm, but yeah. it's just it's just this massive pool of gross shit. And then in the it center just calls all the other mind flayers to say, "Guys, deal with this one." Hey, yeah, you guys, you see Jerry over there? Fucking Jerry is trying to usurp my mind, my elder fucking brain. Fucking Brian. Fucking Brian. Trying again. <laughs> I'm sorry, brain. It's fucking fucking brain. brain. <laughs> 
Peter Griffin and his dog Brain. <laughs> I love that notion. Karen like, is always a mind flayer bag of douche. My, oh, are there male and female mind flayers? Um, the, the, the notion well, that intelligence is so important that they just literally took the brain of the most powerful one mm-hmm. and made it uh, their their guy in charge. Whenever they need an elder brain. Yes. Because you don't just replace it every time. Well, you, a mind flayer will go smarter. start a new society yes, and make exactly. a new elder brain. Yeah. But my the, this is the best visual part. Is how do you make new mind flayers? Oh, see, no, you're wrong. The best visual part is when, like, five or six mind flayers are like, fuck this brain, we're going to go make our own brain with blackjack and hookers. Oh, yeah, blackjack and hookers. What's that from? Futurama. Yeah, I'm going to start my own... Casino. Casino. Or, no, no, yeah. uh, I'm going to start my own theme park or something. Yeah, fucking Bender, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna, but, yeah they, were on moon, they were on the moon amusement park. Yes, and, and they get kicked out. He's going to start my own amusement park with blackjack and hookers. So they make new mind flayers... By... You know that fish? It's a par- I'm sorry, a parasite that eats the tongue of a fish yes. and replaces it with itself? Yes, yes, yes. It's the uh, subject of the movie The Bay, actually. Yes, quite like that. Mind flayers take a little parasite and implant it. It's not in the book, unfortunately. I can't find it. Implant it in the brain of a humanoid. How does it get there? Nose, uh, yeah, ear, Up the nose, eye. in the mouth, in the eyeball, in the ear, wherever. They implant it in your fucking head. It eats your brain. And be, and you'll start transforming and become octopus face mind flare. Very uh, Vargoyle esque. Yes. You kiss. Where it withers away. You kiss and is then essentially you just start to die. Your body dies and the head flies away. And it's so. Imagine a how fucking painful that is. But just the notion, like, okay, mind flares are bad. Every single mind flare, basically, used to be a humanoid. There's a show out there called. Uh, I want to say it's called Brain Dead. About it zombies. used to be no. Uh, it's about aliens that come to Earth, and essentially they eat, I don't remember if it's your left half or right half of your brain, and they just control you. You still are essentially yourself, but they are just controlling your actions, and they essentially just make you very utilitarian. Everything is Turn just you into very, a robot. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And the whole, the whole <laughs> scene is the thing crawls in you, they eat your brain, and it comes out your ear, and that's kind of what it reminds me of. Of the little oh the there is there's thing. a picture there's a picture of the thing a seramorphic just, just imagine if you're not stunned and you watch it crawling up your face oh god and you can a captured human is rendered docile by a blast of sonic power <laughs> and a newly hatched tadpole is inserted into the victim's cranium usually through a nostril or ear canal tadpole grows as it devours the humanoid's brain oh oh that's fucking wrath of khan shit right there which wrath of khan shit star trek wrath of khan yeah star, star, trek. star trek 2 wrath of khan there's uh there's uh these little insects that they that Khan uses to mind control people. They put yeah, in your ear. Sure. It latches onto your brain, and he can use it to this control you. This your brain. Yeah. So in this, in, in mind flare society, very painful. A, a bad, a like a um, like a taboo, gross thing about you that they don't like is if you still have memories or personalities traits of the humanoid you were before. Like if if fucking Brian's walking around and he's got a and he says like, "Hey, what's up?" every time because that's what his human used to do. They fucking hate that. They look down on that. They try to like suppress that shit. <laughs> stuff it down they don't want it because that's that's totally possible like your mind flare because it used to be somebody else might have a you're, memory you're a dude that has Tourette's and the Tourette's stays yeah you, you might have a trait or a quality or just some vague memory of who you were before you're just hovering around all of a sudden you're like shit balls <laughs> Tourette's can manifest in many different ways not just no swearing. I'm just saying but everyone looks at you like that fucking asshole well you know mind flares speak under common in deep speech and telepathy they still know the languages they knew as a person. They they so, don't. It doesn't say that. I feel like they do. The 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 tadpole. So you might that might be a yeah. thing. But if I discovered if I'm if I'm mind flare if I'm Karen, and I discover that fucking Brian speaks Elvish, I'm like, wait a minute. 
you were a fucking elf before. Do they have brainwashing after that? Can they fix you? No, you're you're outcast. They don't like you. So that's, that's that's when you go start your own colony. You become a renegade Alithid. You go out. You're like fuck this. I'm gonna leave and I'm gonna do my own thing. But the um, that's totally a hook to get a good mind flare, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you're a super smart person. I'm gonna put a fucking tadpole in your brain. I'm gonna turn your mind flare. Bam. We got a new we got a new great guy in our hey everybody. We got a new great guy in our mind flare colony. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you re- remember being good. Like you don't know what it was. Be like. This is wrong. You know I remember being good. Do you know what's interesting? I don't think there's any class. Like, some classes are usually good or more good than others. You know, your paladin, most clerics are usually Paladins good. Paladins used to have to be good. Right? Yeah. yeah. But the classes that are traditionally or inherently good are not usually very intelligent. Yeah. Usually it's your, your wizards and your rogues. And it seems like the smarter you are, the eviler you are. I would not the necessarily say evil. Yeah, self-serving maybe. But a wizard tends to be neutral in my book. Yeah. Yeah, most until Right, they, it could go one way. It's the Targaryen. Yeah. It could go one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. Whereas a barbarian, seldom good. Super chaotic. Super chaotic can go evil, but yeah. seldom goes good, right? But even still, like, is a barbarian really evil? Like, doesn't good or evil <gasps> imply some sort of choice? E- no. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. it's something that's just recklessly It's not part dangerous. of your class. I think that's why they removed the alignment restriction on the Paladin. Yeah. But that's perfect. Imagine you, you become a Mind Flayer, and you remember raging. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking, like, you latch on, you I would like to rage. Everything. Yes. Yes. I, <gasps> that's why I want to talk about the Mind Flayer, because it's such a cool monster, first of all. Makes a great big bad. Yes. Perfect big bad. Better than a Beholder, in my opinion. I would say, as a villain, yes. As an encounter, Beholder's yeah, way Beholders more Yeah, a better encounter, but... As a villain, Mind Flare. And because for your story, it's like a fucking blank canvas. It could be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. It could be Clarota, who's like mm-hmm. kind of good, manipulative. It could be that, straight up, I'm going to destroy everything. It could be power hungry. That's what the one in my money campaign. It was like, you know, he does good. He helps us. He hasn't He hasn't done anything bad to oh, that's us. that's right. He told us about the Mind Flare. Yeah. 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 I finally, you know, they all know that they were dealing with Mind Flare. Half Mind Flare, half Dragon the whole time. But they could have their own goals. It's not just like uh you know, a, a, a red dragon who's basically, I like treasure and power and slaves. Nom, 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 nom. They have their own goals. You know, they could they, they want to start their own society. They want to serve the elder brand. They want to they have it. It's pretty complicated. Can you be a illithid lich and a lich? Yes. Is that possible? Yes. Because that's terrifying. It is. It's in Volos. What's that called? In illith, uh, uh, Hell. A mind flare lich. Hell. Illithich. Illithich. Illich. But yes, you can. You know why it's terrifying? Because you have all the powers of a lich and all the powers of a mind flare. Yeah. And none of the weaknesses. <laughs> it's called it, it's an illithich. Yeah. Illithilich. Illithilich. That's a mouthful. What? What? Oh, yeah. Tell us rating 22. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? So that, We're going to avoid that one. Yeah. Fuck you. Real fucking. Yeah. But I. And, Actually, speaking of the last thing I mentioned, in Volos, and I kind of like want to just bring this up, the one monster that's in there, speaking of uh, beholders, mm-hmm. mind witnesses. What's a mind witness? A mind witness is a when you put the tadpole in a beholder. Oh. And it basically just oh. becomes an extension of the elder brain. It's oh. just its big brother. It's literally just supposed to like oh. hook up to everybody and be a security camera in the sky. Oh, interesting. So cool. Does it have the eye? It has the eye rays. Yeah. 
So it's it's essentially like a zombie beholder. It's a it's yeah it's a mental zombie beholder. Yeah. Because the the mind flare colonies fuck up everything around them, even to the point where some tadpoles will start eating other tadpoles, <gasps> and become these giant fucking worm monsters, which are called um shit. What are they called? Neothelids. Oh my! That that looks like a a D hole. There's a challenge rating thirteen. Aberration. Yeah, that's a D hole right there. It's basically when you know, the 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 tadpole and the frog colony ate all its brothers and sisters, became the strongest one, and mutated into a sixty foot long psychic worm. Ow. Yeah, you you avoided fighting one of these once. Really? Yeah. When? In you went into the shadow. What's it called? Not the Feywild, but the um, Shadowfell. Shadowfell. Uh, yeah, when you were about to encounter this Kenku town on yeah. top of that platform, on top of that plateau, and yeah. there's like this tangle of stuff, and there's this. Worm, you guys ran away. It was going to be one of those. Ah, good. Yeah. Smart yeah. move on our Smart part. Move. <laughs> yes, 100%. Like, fuck that and run. Yeah, it said we're going to firebomb a vampire party and call it That a was day. fantastic. I loved everything that happened. Yeah. But I, I only bring up the Mind Flare, and this is a totally different topic than normal because it's so cool, and if you're not using a Mind Flare... It is flare, truly a unique thing, and yeah. it's so easy to work. It's such an easy bad guy. It's an easy bad guy, and it can be a deep, multifaceted character of a bad guy. The best thing that I think you can do if you're going to play it as the big bad is don't let people know it's a mind flayer initially. Don't not let, initially. Not like make them wait, make them work for it. Even when they discover it's a mind flayer, that's intimidating in its own right because it's yeah. like, oh fuck, we gotta start planning differently because yeah. we all know this is bad news. I've got fire resistance. I've got cold resistance. I've got necrotic. I've got oh shit, I don't have psychic resistance. And my intelligence save sucks. I don't even have a helmet on. Fuck. Uh, so if you're new to D D and D. Look forward to encountering that. Okay, we'll be back in five. Don't do it, but and we're back. Okay, I thought you were gonna do Shady. Did you hear that new Slim Shady uh, Eminem song with um? He's got somebody else on the track. I stopped listening to Eminem after the Eminem show. I believe that was like 2002 or so. Um, so. It's Eminem and... I think he did a song with Ed Sheeran. And that's, no, 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 that's, it's a rapper. That's the real sign that it's over. It's it's over. Uh, fucking whatever. It was, it was actually really good. Yeah. I just listened to it the other day. Yeah. Somebody... Featuring somebody. I don't know who it was. But it was good. Yeah. Because you listen to it, and it's like, God, he's good. Like, it, it sucks that he says some of the things he says, but it's like, his skill as a rapist? I used to like him more when he said the things that he was saying. It's very impressive. Well, yeah, you're a white man. All right, well, to conclude season one of Rolling with Disadvantage, okay. I'm just going to- 26, I mean, that's that's actually that's a reasonable a season. season. That's a season yeah. of a show, right? Yeah. We're just gonna That's kind your of fall and your spring. Reflect on our Which kind experience. Of we did a fall and a spring, and we're taking we, summer off. Yeah, we we stopped at New Year's and we came back. It was like a TV show. Yeah, it's like a TV show. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a twenty-seven episodes season. It's like Grey's Anatomy levels. We'll be waiting for you. Uh, I think this was a fun. That was my neighbor's car. Ooh, side note before we begin. So yesterday, we go out to my car to get to go to work. My wife and I carpool. Mm-hmm. And I open the door, and I see my center console's open, and, like, there's a bunch of stuff out because she had used the car the night before. And I was like, what were you looking for? She's like, I didn't do that. Uh-oh. <laughs> in the night, someone had gone into my car. Yeah? Nothing was gone. There's nothing valuable in my car. You should definitely lock your car more often. Yeah, maybe. 
certain someone else in the household should lock the car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Funny and random anecdote. But I just want to reflect on our time here. And was this worth it doing? And we'll, what will season two have in store for us? I enjoyed it. I, I think that we've actually had some good realizations. I agree. I think that, you know, we had the uh, campaign break start over, mm-hmm. which came up, which worked out really well. It did. I think we've talked through a lot of uh, our own ideas. Mm-hmm. And implemented them into our campaign. Rock Lobster. Seen how they went. I did a session zero because of our conversations, and it went well. See. Uh, ever since then, we've done much more uh, joint storytelling at the beginning, like creating characters together. I've done that Always in both good. campaigns. So, yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of good has come from it. I hope that other people have gained I something. do, too. Like, no one says anything, so no, I don't we get, know. Honestly, listener, we don't get a lot of feedback. We have gotten some, but I would like much more feedback Emails, Twitter, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Comments, rate, reviews, something even to know. Negative, even if it's like these other folks are stupid. Yeah, yeah. I want to know how we're doing. Right? The one guy who messages us and says, I stopped listening because you hate on Carter Girl. Yeah, perfect. Great. Great feedback. Thank you, idiot. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Because uh, I want to know. We get we get consistently, you know, I would say across all platforms, we get uh, between 50 and 75 listens probably per, per, per episode. episode. Yeah. You know, some of them get more. Some get lessons, less. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which is fine. We're not in this for listens. Nope. But that means all those people are listening and most of them are not you're telling not us. You're not saying anything. You're not telling us why, right? So I would like some more maybe audience So feedback. over this over this summer break, let's call it. Yeah. You know, feel free to shoot stuff to us. We'll Please. still respond. Yeah, if you have a thought, yeah, go ahead. Send it to us. Thoughts, uh, what do I always say when I'm DMing? Uh, right before something happens. Thoughts, plans, actions. What are you doing? Oh, tonight, tomorrow we plan. At dawn yeah, we plan. At dawn we plan. Right? Yeah. So that's something I think we could improve on is getting more listener feedback, but that's not really on us. We elicit, we solicit feedback rather. All the time. All the time. Constantly. I it's tweet about you, stuff. The listener. I actually was really bad at Twitter the last week and a half, honestly. Sorry about that. I sent out a twit myself. Oh, a twat. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what it said. I think it was oh oh uh, there was a uh, discussion about whether or not uh, a person could dimension door an unconscious party member. Ah yes, I saw that tweet. And uh, and Jerry Crawford said, if you're unconscious, you can't consent. And I was like, it just as in real life and in D and D, you can't dimension door an unconscious person. And somebody's like, to be a but you person. can dimension door an object. And it's like, really? You're going to call an unconscious person an object? Yeah. That's what we're going with. Yeah. This? So I had a uh, Twitter interaction on our account last week or whatever because I wanted to know if you can multi-class within a class. Mm-hmm. Meaning, can I be level three Did rogue? Jeremy level three respond? rogue. Someone replied very quickly to a previous thread of his, which concluded, "No, perfect. You can't." Excellent. I mean, you can also not cast spells underwater, in my opinion. Um, Which you're wrong on. So, but the, the let's say the the core rules say no, you cannot multi-class within a class. Which is weird. I feel like logically my rationale is right. Oh, I want to be a, a, thief a thief and assassin. an assassin. But I think the conclusion is just make something else at that point. Why are you gonna fuck it up and multi-class rogue rogue? Yeah, I think you're just focusing so hard as an assassin that you don't have time to think about being a thief. Like being a, a monk, way of the Kensei and Shadow. Fuck you. Right? Or a, or a... Then I think the other reason that that's not fair warlock, is because then you're multi-classing, but you're not losing the like the level 20 ability. You're not losing those high-level abilities because you're still a rogue. Yeah, that's the rule. The rules yeah. are about to be weird. So I had a fun interaction with people on Twitter from our account. Again, that's at RWD Podcast. But I would love more of those. So, you know, there's some people who do. They interact with us regularly. Um, but sweet, eternal listener. 
let us know what you've been thinking about. Yeah, what's on your mind? I think this was worthwhile doing. Obviously, I got equipment for it. Yeah, but it was fun. I like. I think it's fun. Honestly, I have fun. I enjoy myself doing it. Sometimes it's exhausting. I'm fucking exhausted today, not from this, but just in general. It's been a long few weeks. It's been. I don't really like. I don't really like have. It's just been progressively more and more exhausting. I'm not into the whole like tired competition that some people get into. Like, oh man, I'm so tired. I did. That's not a good thing. I'm so tired. Why are you doing that? No, nope. we're all tired. We can be tired. You can be tired because yeah. you have a kid. I can be tired because I work hard. You can be tired because you were up late. We can all be tired. Yeah. Everybody's tired. But I'm more tired. So this is this is fun, but sometimes it can be tiring. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, person who's listening on the other end of this, try it. It can be tiring, yeah. especially trying to set a regular schedule, which I try to do with this. We do. We do. We, we work hard to not reschedule too much. Yeah, we had to do a couple of them. It comes up, Yeah, but we try our best. Same thing with D&D, though. Yes. Which is the woat, of course. As as is all things in life. No, we had to reschedule last session mm-hmm. to a Friday. And then we wanted to go late, but people were tired. Don't get started on that. <laughs> we still did an hour longer than normal. We did half an hour longer. No, we did yes. an hour longer no, than normal. Hour. Eat it. We ate an hour. Half okay. hour. Which is fine. Yeah. Friday D&D is not the I, same as it used I think, to be. I think everybody we're not was, children anymore. I think everyone else was ready to go to like midnight. I had I woke up at five that morning, so I was I was tired, but I was willing to... Go. We were going to start the grand tournament. Yes, I, our, that's what I was expecting. I was going to get through the tournament. Our, our our campaign is, they're not participating in a grand tournament. They're hosting a grand tournament. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> I always wanted to feel fancy. I told my coworker, I'm like, my players are, um, they're hosting a grand tournament. He's like, they're in a tournament. I'm like, no, 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 no. They're hosting a tournament. So yeah. my wife is outside looking at us from the window. Just <laughs> So. Hi, creeper. But yes, I got these totally good times. The momentum of the conversation. A little bit. Hooray. Hosting a grand tournament. I think it's hilarious, honestly. Yeah. And we could have done I'm, it. I'm so much looking. I'm so totally that's that's next session, which is uh, going to be when this airs. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be when this airs. So yeah, th- we, this will be airing. You'll be listening to it and we'll be playing it. If our players listen to it in advance, they'll get to have thoughts about it. When do you post these? It comes up morning. at 6 a.m. on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Still have a chance to listen to it. Yeah, not all of them do. I feel like if our players listen to this, you included, obviously, would have a, some insight well, I mean, into here. me and like be able to kind of use that information to survive. I don't want to be any more in your head than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not real, by the way. Yeah. It's just me throwing my voice this entire time. Only. Only. That would be a real mindfuck trick to the listeners. Like, no, there is no till. <laughs> just me on two microphones, and I just switch it back. That's when you hear the squeaking. It's just me going back and forth. <laughs> I just do an event, my best ventriloquist. You're doing a good job. I actually only have a few voices I can do. Let's not do. I'm not gonna do them. Yeah. I'm just saying I can't do your voice. Yeah, no. This could be. This could be an opportunity for us to test our role playing. Nope. Nope. Accents. Nope. To your your old nope. woman. I like doing. I like listening to our players do their accents because it's always the same. Yes. It's fantastic. Yes. It's. It is terrific. Well, this has been cathartic. I, that's what that's where I was going to use. It, and it's, it's a great way to explore our own ideas about the game, our own maybe even prejudices about the 100%. game. And I you think that helps be better DMs and players. That's what I was going to say. We've learned a lot of things about the game we didn't know, including how to pronounce artificer. Yes, <laughs> um, I learned uh, surprise rounds are held not a thing. much differently. It's not a thing. Yeah, well, you either surprise you have the or surprise not. Condition. Yes. In combat, but there's no surprise round. Yeah. So. Yeah, I learned uh, through research you can counterspell counterspell. Right. Yeah. That was a very a big thing that popped mm-hmm. up. Uh, there was something else that came up. Oh, the encounters. 
per long rest. I found in research for this. The travel. I always thought you could travel 16 hours. Yep. You can only travel eight. Travel eight hours, and then you get exhausted. There's also the things we've learned. So this has been a learning experience, I think, for us and possibly for listeners who listen and go, oh, well, that's worth looking at because I'm peeling in my chair. Mm. So I'm sorry about that. Um, I think it was good. Yes, I think it a good I season one. I agree. I, I just, you know, where do we go from here? So, yeah, what do we see in season two? What's, what's, what's next? Season two, I think. Will there be video? Nope. We've covered a lot of topics, so we might have to get more involved in singular topics in season two. We have to get niche on our niche? We have to, get, we have to go a little more deep, I think. Oh, God. So that'll mean if people are providing specific things. You like, mean we're like, not just going to talk about building how, a barbarian? Like segment one. And oh Bard? Oh, my God. I, I forget. Thank cleric, you for reminding me. And Druid? We did an episode on the Matt Mercer effect. Yes. Right? What, like two or three weeks later? Some fuck on YouTube makes a seven-minute video just half-ass on the Matt Mercer effect. Yeah. If I don't even remember who it was. I sent a picture to you. Whoever it was. If you're listening, guy who stole our topic, good for you. Yeah. In all fairness, we stole it from you know an article that we read. So. Did we? I think so. Where do you think the article? Matt Mercer effect? That's not just a term that oh, no, came up. No, I'm not saying up. that. I'm just like it was such a such a timing thing. Like, yes. Did, did, was he just going to make that, or did he listen? He's like, I have thoughts about this. There's probably an article that I read, probably. and that's what brought it to my mind. I'm amazed, because I've actually seen other YouTube or videos. Or I heard Matt talking about it in an interview or something. Of other people's YouTube videos. Like After we talk about a topic, somebody else will talk about that topic. And it's like, is that a coincidence? Is that a coincidence? Are you a listener? Are you a listener? Whatever your name was. Just You're good. Guy. You, don't have to, you don't have to say anything. Just nod in agreement right yeah, we now. we can't see you. Yeah. Just not wait, right, right, well, wait. You go ahead. Go ahead and nod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was at least one person. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> My wife doesn't listen to the show. That's why I don't watch her YouTube. Yeah, that's why I don't watch her YouTube. Your wife. I don't watch you. Because those are long. Fuck that. Right? But. Those are short. Two but yeah, ne- next, next season. More specific topics. More so, D&D. So more specific More monster topics. drafts. Maybe. And this is just something that I'm thinking about. You know, maybe we do take, and we don't play like a full recording of something, but maybe we take something that happened in game and analyze the recording. Analysis, play by play, play by play, play by analysis. analysis. Yeah. So segment one is a twenty-minute live play session. Segment two is a breakdown. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah, like I we talk about fun. what went wrong. You know, decisions that were made, why they were made that way. You know, what were the players? Or thinking. what was it like experiencing that moment? Yeah. You know, I think that's cool. Like, a, like again, this is I summarized this to other people. It's like sports talk radio about D and D. Yeah. It's kind of what it is. Like yeah. we're taking a weird esoteric topic related to a mm-hmm. game we like. It's not football. And, it's not basketball. You know, it's D and D. Over the next three months, we're gonna have the Ghost of Salt Marsh come out. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have a dragon thing. Acquisitions Incorporated coming out. Uh, we're gonna have uh, just a whole. I'm sure we'll get other drops after, especially after there will be a lot of new content. The Descent comes out. Yeah, that's what I just uh, pulled. This up. week or next week? Uh, but I don't fucking know. I think, it's, I think it might be this weekend. There's plenty of stuff for us to talk about next season. Yeah. So that? there's there's plenty of talk. Ah! About. <laughs> That's funny imagery. But yes, there's there's plenty to discuss, plenty to do, and uh, obviously I'm going to be started in a new campaign. I'm going to be a PC in a campaign. You Our will most likely be a PC in a campaign. Next, there will be a time we will both be PCs. I should probably do um, Midsummer Session Part Two. The conclusion of the Roselex dragon situation. No, uh, everyone's forgot about it. Well, you did part one. Yeah. Which was testing out the contraption and yeah, capturing but I, another I, I dragon. I don't have that ranger anymore. Quite. You'd be separate characters, anyways. Oh, you'd be different characters. Yeah. Oh, thank God. 
I like quiet footsteps, but I, I like Rosalex the dragon. She's a motherfucker. Yeah, she's cool. If I made her a proper big bad, I don't know if anybody would survive. Oh, absolutely. There'd be a hero that could do it. Yeah. Three of us and Ambrorix almost did it. If we got her out of her lair. You didn't fight her. Yeah. You talked to her. Exactly. That's how fucking... We talked our way out of fighting a red dragon. We talked our way out of fighting a death Death tyrant. tyrant. We were fucking masters. I like how far we've come from being children playing this game as just kill, fighting, kill, every, kill, fighting kill, everything kill, kill, kill. to now it's like... You mean Dragon Tower where we killed like all the chromatic dragons, we killed six dread wraiths, we you just... And now every it's just, was just... fighting. Again, we've spent you know tw- effectively 12 game hours talking. Talking. No one's rolled dice except for like, okay, roll persuasion. Occasional skill check, yeah. yeah. Or, uh, or save, you know. Yeah. Love it. And I think this is part of this too. The, Actually, the big thing for me, and this is advantageous and why I recommend recording your play audio to any DM who's out there, Mm -hmm. listening to my own voice has made me more comfortable talking. Oh, really? Yeah, because like most people, if you play back their voice, they're like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I hate the way I sound. I am totally immune. I do hate the way I sound, but fuck me, right? I'm immune to the the annoyance of my own voice now. It's like, that's what I sound like. Okay, great. I I need to talk slower there. I need to talk faster there. I need to be louder there. I could drop it down into a sexy baritone. How you doing? (coughs) Hey, baby. Hey. (laughs) How you doing? I haven't practiced many new voices lately, but it's still... When we recorded live play just for ourselves, it was great to hear how I do things Mm -hmm. and where I would start to do this or where I say this. Like, you, you realize Matt does it too, you know, I'll say, okay, make a persuasion check. Uh, roll. 16. 16. Every fucking DM in the world. You say the number you rolled, I go, 16? Like you, you say it back as a question. Yeah, to confirm. To confirm. Before you say anything else, yeah. you have to make sure. Because I'm figuring out what the fuck that means in my mind. I'm doing it just to make sure that they actually mean that roll, so that way I don't say, well, this happened. Yeah. Oh, I got 17. No. 13? 13. Oh, no, I meant 17. 17. Okay. All right. So what happened? Yeah. Every, every DM in the fucking world. You what, have to. What'd you roll? 12. 12? <laughs> Everyone. Every time. Not confirm. A, not an attack. Like, oh, no. I, rolled, I rolled a 24 to hit. Okay, cool. I roll. I, I, I just, just roll persuasion. Or roll, roll um, um, acrobatics. Oh, I rolled a four. Four? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Every time. To confirm. It's all about confirmation. Yep. That way they can't. That way you don't start describing something. They're like, oh, I'm at 14. 14. I always want to punish players for that. It's like, oh, I rolled a 13. I rolled a 17 I, to hit. I would say. Okay, I, so you hit. Oh, no, I rolled a 15. I, You're I, dead. You're I dead now. I always just say, whatever your first thing is that you said, that's what I go with. Yeah. I, I roll, Know your characters, people. Honestly. Yeah. You should you should know what you do by now. And know everyone else's characters, too, so you can make sure they catch everything. Mm. You forget your favorite enemy damage. That's that's so. forgetting. That's not forgetting how much I roll. Yeah. Yeah, it is, because you roll an extra die. No. It's extra damage, period. Oh, whatever. It's flat damage. Okay. Well, final thoughts on the season. Four damage. Good season. Good season, everybody. Good, season. Good size, nice season. Good size. Let's go get dinner. I'm tired. Oh, you go home. <laughs> All right, and we will see you next time. Till then. Thank you.